what is a ghost? <laughs> what is a ghost? That's yeah. a good question. Um, what would you say a ghost is? God, it's something that you can't see, but paranormal like, seems to have some influence in your life. So yeah. you can move something, an object in your room, or a person who's died a very long time ago, or recently. Can you imagine that? So like a teen, not a teen. <laughs> that sounds really dark to say a teenager died, but just like a person from now dies, and then yeah. they just go haunt somebody with like Candy Crush sounds. Um. <laughs> <laughs> just the silence there says it all. Um, did you know that you can be? Uh, it's illegal in most places because there's certain places that you can do this. Uh, you can be buried inside the bottom of a tree. Really. Yeah, and so the roots would basically take all the nutrients from your body oh, yeah. and basically help grow the tree. And I, I just thought about it because you were talking about Mr. Beast planting all those trees. So like, if that happened and the tree grew and you put the tree down for some wood and you made a table out of that wood, technically something from that person's dead body would be in that table if you think about it like that. You are the, you are the table. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a... It's just like mean, in, in a bedroom at night, the table's just there. Like, <laughs> you could probably make that like a really motivational story. Like, Make it into a film. We are from the universe, and when we die, we go back to the universe. And if that's in the form of a table, that means you're strong and sturdy. I don't know where I'm going with this. Imagine if the table could like see what you were doing in the house. Oh. That must suck to be <laughs> a table. Like, or like something in the bathroom. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, something that's you bought that goes in the bathroom. Yeah. That could have been... Some of the like, nutrients from a decomposing body could have gone into. Like, and just watches you have a shower... <laughs> that just sounds perverted like a perverted table <laughs> just forced to watch everything for all eternity <laughs> if someone listens to this podcast right now we're going to think what are they on about <laughs> it's weird how we just decided to start off with this like I, I just press play just so that we're not distracted by it for the rest of the time but I mean I'm probably going to put this at the start yeah do it <laughs> oh man the last time we recorded an episode was like seven weeks ago it was definitely not. It was definitely before September, and yeah. we're in like we're basically in, in November now. So I mean, the conspiracy theory episode I only recently put out, but that one was recorded way. It before was. Like, it was before I just before we saw out. Gabriel. Yeah. When did you see Gabriel? Like, which was it in August? He was sometime after I saw you, but um, basically what happened there's there's always like too many episodes in a main episode, and then too many episodes in the main episode. Yeah. That's five weeks worth of episodes, so that must mean we recorded that episode like six or seven weeks ago. We must have, or maybe even longer. Yeah. I've noticed that, um, I think you released both of many episodes, and you did yours with Gabriel, you released his, both of his first, then you released mine all the way like back then, yeah. like, which I think was like eight or nine weeks ago. Yeah. It was a long time ago. But I basically released Gabriel's first because yeah, I was really extent. excited to get them. And out. also, like, it, it, yeah. it's better mixing it up rather than having, like, five of mine in a row. <laughs> and then just have two. You're, you're just the co-host of this show. Can I just point that out? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever make, like, t-shirts and hoodies, let me know if you want t-shirts and hoodies. That's, that's <laughs> but um, then I'll just have, I'll have, like, a logo and it'll be, like, Rambling Philosophers. And then maybe I'll have, like, a Brandon edition and a David edition. Just yeah. because, you know, you, you've been yeah, on this yeah. show so many times. Uh, this is, I think this season is going to end 31st of December. Actually. I am. So right at the end of the year. And that one is going to be just me doing an hour episode, hopefully, because I think that would be pretty cool. I get to look over some of my favourite parts. You should probably even t- like make it sound even weirder and talk to yourself. So 
film the I, first half of it on your own and then answer your own questions in the other half saying, yeah, I agree with that as well, David. You aren't the only person to suggest <laughs> that and I'm going to do it now because you are like the third person who said well, that Or even make it even weirder and like <laughs> film, I don't know, film like three clips of it, you talking to two versions of yourself. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I do as well. <laughs> yeah, I also agree with that. Yeah. I really do hope that at some point, um, maybe... Uh, next year when I'm filming all the episodes I can get like three people here yeah, gosh. and try and get good audio yeah, for I the think three two people for each would be like yeah. would work the thing is I could probably just set both of the microphones up towards like that side of the room and the sofa yeah like, the sofa and a chair well like, one's that and side and then like, just pick one... up all three of us yeah that so would that be that good actually right. yeah but today we are going to be talking about uh, ghost stories because it's <laughs> Halloween tomorrow well tomorrow for us recording it Probably a few days ago for you guys listening it's to it. Is this episode going out on next week? It'd be on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so we haven't really done any research, just yeah. to point this out. Too much so, uni work. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of our own personal ghost stories. We're going to talk about some other ghost stories and then maybe just like whether ghosts can exist, that kind of thing. I'm pretty sure we both believe that ghosts exist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, well, at least so... there's something out there. Like, I'm not sure if it's ghost, but it's definitely something. Yeah, that's yeah, watching over us. So, who would like to start? Um, probably you to be fair, because okay, I've not got much to say. Okay, so now. I'm gonna give you a choice. Okay, so I've got a ghost story that's like been made into popular movie, and or I've got a personal ghost story. So which one would you like to hear first? Oh, this is like the yeah, Matrix style. Choose the red or the blue. Yeah, um, red or the blue pill. Uh, would you like to go further down this rabbit hole, Brandon? <laughs> well, I'll let you make this decision. Which All one right. do you want I'll to I'll tell you first? what. I'll go with the uh, Annabelle story first. Yeah. And then I'll go with the personal story. Keep people watching until the end. Get that yeah. watch time. <laughs> okay. So we've all heard of the movie Annabelle, right? Yeah. It's a story of a raggedy Ann doll. Um, basically is haunted by this demon thing and tries to kill people something like that I, I'm okay. gonna be honest I don't watch a lot of horror movies because I find them quite I'm boring. more of a serious person yeah. <laughs> I don't watch the movies often yeah the thing is I find a lot of horror movies quite boring I do as well but, like things like Get Out the horror isn't made in like jump scares like mate, uh, Woman in Black that kind of thing it's actually because it's terrifying it's terrifying get one yeah because yeah. there's different types of horror it's like horror isn't like psychological thriller we're like whoa this could happen yeah. next I and mean, when it's horror is like saw where it's just like blood and gore yeah psychological thriller are my favourites <laughs> well I, I, I have to say I was a big fan of the saw franchise yeah. even though... I've seen a few clips of it while I was scrolling <laughs> on Facebook late at night but uh, not a good idea like they, made, they made eight <laughs> films made seven in a row like year after year and had like a seven or eight year gap and then they made another film that was based on a prequel before the first film okay Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Very creative with some of the yeah. traps. One of the things I saw was like the chainsaws on the walls and they were slowly getting pulled to it by a chain. That's saw six. And like some of them were putting their arms up in front of it. If it was me, I'd just jump on it in a place where I'd die faster. Because, I mean, you're going to be tortured for the rest of the time. Fair, the whole, you might as well kill yourself The whole setup quickly. with the traps is that I've got a chance of surviving, but it involves them doing something that could injure them or whatever or like deceiving someone else so they can survive so oh. it's not in each film it's like a main narrative where there's like people who are I don't know take like put to sleep by these pig men who wear like masks and then wake up in like a room of other people and then they've got to like kind of figure out how to get out but each film has the same structure that like, people die and then like, like one or two people would get out or they would get out yeah. and then there's like kind of mini little traps on the sidelines happening yeah. and then there's like the police 
investigating what's happening and like them getting closer to find out who the inside person is because obviously like I'm not sure if to say a spoiler but then they're kind of are you going to watch this all? Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, Soul 3, um, John Kramer, the main character, the main person who makes all the traps died. But then after that film, loads of traps were continued to happening and all the deaths were happening. So the, the other films were trying to find out who was behind it. And then Soul 4, you find out who does it. And then the person carries on until Soul 7. And then... There's seven of them? I mean, there's an eighth one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> How far can you stretch this premise? And the worst part is, is that I've like watched these films like loads of times. They're all the same. <laughs> Isn't there one of them where there's like a key in a box and you have to put your hand through? And this That's woman puts one of her hands through, can't get it back out, so she puts her other hand in. Yeah, oh, God. Like, that's just stupid. Surely all you'd have to do is... I know that it, the key ends up not even being in the box. I, I think it was. But I, it, I thought the guy said it was on the side of the room or something. No, there was, like, lots of different... All the keys were the same would open all yeah. the traps, would open all the doors or whatever. Oh, I think. fair enough. The thing is, all you have to do is use your other hand to create more space on the hand that got stuck... And push your hand through further to grab the key and pull it back out. It's not that difficult. You don't put your other hand through another hole, which will get them both stuck. But if you think about the environment, um, the person who did this in the film, by the way, was a druggie. And also, um, if you didn't know this, at the start of the film, they all had some poison injected into their body. And I had to find the antidote or something. The antidote was what they were trying to get. I don't think it was a key. I think it was the antidote. And um, obviously, I think by that point, it was all coughing. and was desperate for the antidote. So lots of them just doing whatever. I mean, yeah. that's Saw 2, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like a nerd when it comes to the Saw franchise. Yeah. I'm like everything that... <laughs> You're cool. an expert on this. So, um, so back in... Okay, that's okay. that scene. So, it's 1968 in... I don't know. I'm reading this off the Wikipedia, but they have, like, no... They don't have the full story. Yeah, but It's like, do. I know the full story. I think it's in, like, Connecticut or something like okay. that. Okay. But it's 1968. And there is a medical student... Uh, student nurse who is 28 years old now it's her birthday so her parents thought you know what I'm going to get my 28 daughter who's like paying rent and stuff I'm going to get her a doll <laughs> don't know why would, I mean would you like her to have a doll if it was your 28th birthday <laughs> you know paying rent food going through uh, medical school paying a lot of money would you, would you like a doll for your birthday sure that... why not <laughs> Wait, I'm <laughs> anything for free <laughs> no, but they got her a doll I don't know why and um, so they took it back to their apartment and now her roommate was also there her roommate didn't like the doll because it's a creepy doll let's be honest and now they no started noticing some weird behaviours going on and like the doll would be put onto like a sofa and then she'd come back home from medical school and uh the doll would be in her bedroom, which with the door shut, and it's like, how did that get there? And I like, can't remember that, yeah. yeah, there's just weird occurrences where they see it move out the corner of their eye, or it's just not in the place that either. Didn't we try and get rid of it at one point? I mean, it came back to the house on its own, and I was like, how did how yeah. it get there? I'll, I'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, basically, they decided to contact a medium to do a seance, try and see if there's anything possessing this doll. And this uh, medium basically said that it was possessed by someone called Annabelle Higgins, I believe the name is. I think the last name's Higgins. Higgins so. just sounds like a great last name. It does. <laughs> but Annabelle. And so that's why the doll is called Annabelle. And they, the spirit basically said it's a spirit of a seven-year-old girl who had died, I think murdered by 
stabbed in the chest because they also noticed that uh, the doll would get bleeds on the chest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that. Actually. Yeah, which is just creepy, to be honest. It wasn't like the doll was dressed dirty or something, but it had, like, blood on it, but it made yeah. think it was blood or something. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it reminds me of that um, St. Mary statue in another country where it started bleeding uh, red liquid from its eyes, and uh, okay. the locals decided to drink it because they thought it was, like, uh, holy blood and okay. that kind of thing. Turns out it was just sewage water from a local burst pipe. Reminds me of a Simpsons episode, actually. <laughs> yeah. I think on the Simpsons episode, something similar that happened where if they went like, near a statue, people would like have experienced fury or something, like have extreme happiness, but then it turns out it was just some gas leaking out yeah. under the ground. Yeah. That's happened before as well, to be honest. Because I've seen like, every single Simpsons yeah. episode there is. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we tried to have like a creepy discussion about ghosts and then we just take the piss out of it <laughs> that's, what, that's the way to go with this podcast if it's, yeah. too, it's too serious it's going to like sound yeah. forced so basically the weird behaviour kept happening the roommate wanted to get rid of the doll I think the roommate's name was Lou or something like that he wanted to get rid of the doll because it's creepy as hell basically all this the mediums had all this doll this spirit wants is a friend because it felt lonely and the um 28 year old who had the doll uh, made it feel loved which is quite nice let's be honest especially take me a doll on, on like a night out and yeah. oh. experience the night <laughs> take life. it on a night out you know <laughs> and, then it, and then it wouldn't be weird or just like accept <laughs> yeah <laughs> nobody would go near that 28 year old because um, dolls are just creepy let's be honest this is Halloween when it's probably acceptable to say yeah. oh this is a reference to this oh yeah true 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 it's just tomorrow gosh <laughs> might see some tomorrow of it but uh, the, the 28 year old was fine with the doll possessing it, uh, the spirit possessing the doll. And then um, she was like, you can stay here. But the roommate was like, no, I, I want this doll out of this house. This is just too creepy and I don't want to be anywhere near a possessed doll, especially when I'm trying to sleep. So this doll, obviously probably feeling some kind of resentment from this guy, he woke up in the middle of the night, paralyzed. Oh, move. He looked down. And he could see the doll walking up his leg, walking up his chest, and up towards his neck. And then he felt himself being strangled until he ended up passing out. Gosh. The next morning, he woke up. He didn't die. That's good. And uh, he was convinced that it wasn't a dream and that he was actually strangled by a doll. Did he not have marks on his neck or anything? I'm not sure. They never, they never off. specified that, but you'd think that there'd yeah. be marks, uh, mainly because of the bruising yeah. that would occur. But like, so I've heard some people be like, I mean, have you ever been strangled by a doll? They're just like soft. But then again, you'd be strangled by a seven-year-old girl, not a doll, because it's a ghost. Um, so he decided to contact a priest. And that priest contacted a higher priest. Now, I could keep saying that that priest contacted like the high priest, or but that, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> just, I think it was just like a bishop of the local oh. area, to be honest. And then, um, I really wish I'd just gone and said, and that priest contacted an even higher priest. Well, that priest <laughs> to the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so this priest ended up coming over to the house and said that it wasn't a spirit of a seven-year-old girl. It was a demon. And they just decided to continue calling it Annabelle. Because that's the name that was given to it by the medium. Which is quite interesting. I mean, imagine a demon called Annabelle. 
God. I mean, you just, think it's like Margaret, like Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. <laughs> Luce, just imagine if Lucifer, Lord of all evil, was just there and being like, actually, my name is Susan, and I'd like you to respect my life's choices. <laughs> Which, obviously, we should. Yeah. <laughs> it's a decent thing to do. But, um... Anyway, this doll, they said it was uh, demonically possessed. And so what they did was they decided to take it out of the house. And so they put it in the car, started driving towards a place that they could properly deal with it. And then the brakes stopped working. Almost made them crash into other cars. They had to swerve to get out of the way because their brakes kept failing. Um. And so it only stopped when one of the priests put holy water across the doll. That Then the brakes started working again, which is just weird. <laughs> so they get to their location, and they basically uh, sit it on this chair, and there's another priest there as well. There's okay. another priest who decides to join them for this. And so this doll started levitating off the chair. Um. started throwing stuff around, turning lights on and off. And just doing some weird stuff. One of the roommates had um, scrape marks going across his chest. Like it bled through to the t-shirt. And it healed uh, within the next two days. It's just weird. Just massive scrape marks. Also, it just sounds really unrealistic. <laughs> just does. like a demon scraped you across the chest. But was kind enough to heal you in two days. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I can perform miracles too. <laughs> I can cause pain and make you love it. To be fair, if, you, if you saw those marks on you in the morning, you'd think something else happened in the night. Yeah. Oh, I've had marks in, on me in the when I've woken up in the morning after a nightmare, but I'll get I'll tell you about those stories later. Okay. So they're not really ghost stories; they're just weird things. Yeah, that's that have what, what I was thinking about with this podcast because like it's kind of ghost, but then some things you're not sure if it's ghost or yeah. just whatever. So it's kind of... you don't know whether they exist or not, and I think that's the main aim of this podcast. But I'll wrap up this story. So basically, uh, they. Started trying to put holy water in it, that kind of thing. Didn't really work. So what they ended up doing is one of the priests decided to take it in their car and drive it to an occult museum in Monroe, Connecticut. So it's basically just like a place, because there was a special foundation for like psychic happenings. Yeah. And they were going to encase it in this thing. And they told him to call him when he arrives there to make sure that they know that they're safe. The roommates did. And... Uh, it, three hours later, they received a call. And basically what happened was this priest's car's brakes had cut out. Oh, I forgot to tell you one thing. Oh, yeah. Guess what he decided to say to the doll before he took it? What? You're just a doll, Annabelle. You can't hurt anyone. <laughs> you know, positive affirmations you got to... <laughs> Who does that? It's like, oh, this doll is a demon and it's trying to possess people. It was two weeks away from completing its goal. And now I'm going to tell it's just a doll. It can't hurt anyone. What? It's like what um, parents say to you. Like, I'm scared. Nothing can hurt you. You're fine. Say, yeah. say you're fine. You're fine. I'm, I'm yeah. fine. I'm, nothing's going to harm you. It's like saying to a serial killer, oh, you won't kill me. <laughs> you're just a man. We're going to like a freaking... <laughs> I don't know, yeah. ocean full of piranhas. I mean. I, you can't hurt me, you're just a shark. Um, but his brakes ended up cutting out. And his as he entered an intersection, and his car was totaled, like crushed and compacted. He was fine, but his car was completely demolished okay. because he'd smashed into it because the brakes cut out again. And now this doll is kept 
in Monroe, Connecticut. You can go visit it any time. In a glass and wood cabinet. The wood has been soaked in holy water just for the protection of people. I don't know if holy water works. Oh, it does. You know, yeah. I've heard salt helps as well. Because, like, I've known yeah, I've people who've been... about salt, yeah. Yeah. Put it in, like, a circle around. Yeah, I'll tell you one of the stories that I probably won't show on the podcast. Okay. Because it's a bit too creepy to put on a podcast but you know uh, <laughs> Wait, what's your like age audience of this podcast have you seen your demographics i don't i think they're like in their late 20s okay that's good because i was gonna say like most of your audience is like below 18 <laughs> <laughs> i think your audience is mainly like 12 year olds isn't it uh, actually isn't really uh, most of the audience is between 18 to 24 yeah so it ends up being put in that uh, museum and then it was created a uh, film from it which I think was quite interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't make two films. I didn't make Animal, Animal Creation. Yeah. I've not seen the second one yet. I've not seen either of them. But it seems like, to me, it just seems like a ghost has inhabited that doll who is just very lonely and has a fear of rejection. So when it was rejected by that roommate, it decided to try and kill him. Um, probably not the best reaction to have, but it's just like a, a temp temper tantrum basically. if you was a That's ghost like is. you know there's no laws you have to necessarily follow because you can't go to yeah. jail you're already dead True. so it's not you're not, you're not going to go anywhere worse than you already are so what, what have you got to lose True. you've got nothing That's to lose as a ghost in fact the only positive of being a ghost knowing yeah. you could either be with someone who's who hates you or get rid of that person who hates you yeah because <laughs> you don't have any restrictions really it's like That's as true. humans you would have restrictions on that you have the uh kind of emotions but as a ghost you probably just you'd know it's like You'd know things more than that, but still, you'd probably get more angry and that kind of stuff. So oh, yeah, if somebody um, rejects you, maybe that's how the girl died, was rejected by somebody and got stabbed in the chest by somebody she trusted or liked, then that would make sense that she'd want to kill roommates that are wanting to get rid of her. Because she was fine with a student. Okay. Another question I have about ghosts is that when people die, they're supposed to go to heaven, hell, or purgatory. But then, how come when some people die, they become ghosts, or some people die, they go to one of those three places? Could it be that they go to hell, but then they come back to earth as a demon and act as a ghost around the area? Or could it be that they didn't go to any of the three places and just died and stayed in that place? Because it's like different mm. perspectives, or you can see it. Also, time as well, like the concept of time. Obviously, with physics and stuff, we only understand it up to like a certain level. And in the future, there could be some like physicists that kind of make advancements and make discoveries of how time works, and then change the whole kind of, um, yeah. like a paradigm shift in physics like completely. But then, what if, um, how we interpret time isn't the correct way, and that um, the ghosts that are seen in, like, in his house or something, I, I don't know. There's like kind of two time zones kind of connecting together. Yeah, I don't know. See, time is a completely human concept. Yeah, time doesn't really exist. Things pass but it's not like it's just moments one after the other because it's like humans we can only be in this present and that present is constantly moving it's like, it's like we're told time's happening so we like we look at clocks and times and stuff and see, see like the yeah. thing ticking but animals they have no idea what's happening with yeah. time so like they kind of just live they just live in the moment exactly. they, they're not stressed by anything most of the time unless they've had bad experiences but i mean just look at cats they don't care they're just they're in the present which is great because that's how humans should be, to be honest. And my pet cat is... <laughs> yeah, the thing is, time is a completely human creation. It's not like a universal uh, constant, which is why I don't really understand why it's used in a lot of uh, physics equations and all that lot, because time doesn't exist. I just don't like physics. universified <laughs> by time? Yeah. Um, but my theory is, 
that you have when you die, your soul can get stuck on Earth. And so, okay. if you have something that you haven't dealt with, and it's almost acts like purgatory, really. And so, it just allows you to deal with your stuff by trying to do whatever. Because, I mean, my mum has dealt with a few uh, cases like this before. So, like, there was a guest house uh, she was called out to because this woman kept getting experiences in the guest house that were just weird. So, like, she'd come down and all the teaspoons would be placed upright in the sugar pots. And this would make her furious. She hated it. And she'd take them all out, put them in a drawer, and turn around, and in the next second, they're all back in the sugar, in the sugar pots. <laughs> Within a second. And uh, so she, they called my mum out, because my mum dealt with a lot of stuff. She would be called out by estate agents to clear houses that weren't selling, that kind of thing. So some of those estate agents have dealt with some very weird things. <laughs> but <laughs> And yes, estate agents do that, by the way. They actually call out somebody to deal with... Uh, isn't this an estate agent just someone who's trying to sell a house or yeah. I've got a friend who's an estate agent yeah it's it's weird I, don't, I didn't realise that they actually did that but basically this guest house uh, my mum went in she told him not to tell him anything about the house and so she went through each of the rooms uh, talked about the history of them the woman was getting creeped out because my mum was dead on accurate for every single room uh, she was talking about all these different passageways that go through to different areas of the building that used to exist, that don't exist, that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, this uh, sealed off room that there's no access to it anymore. My mum knew it was there for some reason. It's not even on the plans. And uh. So this one was getting cracked, creeped out. And then she was talking about her, um, the woman who owned it. The, I think it was either husband or something like that who died recently. Or this somebody who died recently connected to her. And they were talking about it, and she was saying, I think we'd better go back down to the main dining area, because that's where all the sugar pots were. Because all the teaspoons, I've just been told all the teaspoons are back in the pots. Went down, all the teaspoons were back in the pots, and she was absolutely furious. Basically, whatever was doing it, whether this is real or not, was basically um, shared a common trait with this woman owned it and because i mean if you saw spoons up in a in a sugar pot would you get angry at that no i mean if, if a yeah. noodle was moving on their own i'd actually um to tell people i was a magician come to come around to my yeah. house i'd make money out of <laughs> playing them oh, a former yeah. trick with things yeah. moving on their own but uh you would get angry at it but she was absolutely fuming all the time about it and basically the guy who died was so angry and bitter in his life he wanted to try and teach her that's how she shouldn't be. And so my mum helped her move on with that. Yeah. And then the ghost was able to move on. And so it's almost they attached to somebody who they share a common trait with. That kind of thing. Which is quite interesting. Yeah. But I don't know whether that's true or not. Uh, you know, it's with like ghosts and stuff or like paranormal activity. We kind of like, I don't know, we seem to like certain people more than others. I think the phone's just going off. So we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll just... Please double check if it's actually recording because I, I, I don't have any recollection of seeing it. I really hope that it is. I think it is, but just double check. Yeah, oh, thank God. Really Imagine if you didn't even press it. I know. <laughs> uh, we've been going for like half an hour. I don't ask for quick. So, yeah. Uh, I would say it's the same as like you said. It's like sometimes they choose different people, but it's based upon what. Do you think it's like people's have. like fears? Like, you find people who seem to be scared of it more seem to kind of notice things more than people who are just kind of, oh, it's nothing yeah. there. 
also some of these people some people are more psychic so will notice things as well it's like different yeah. traits and fear can often create things yeah that's that's what i say to people in my house like when they think they see things I'm like just don't worry about it if you're worrying about it there's stuff more likely to happen because like if you're basically yeah. worrying which is what it wants you to do that's what i find funny because belief can create stuff so whether it exists or not belief can create it and manifest it in real in reality and so like um when i was a kid i think like 12 13 maybe i can't maybe uh, younger than that yeah but i was i had to share a room with my sister and it was late at night and there was a uh, one lamp on near some of the wardrobes my sister had a nightmare she woke up and she could see this shadow on the wall of a person yeah i wasn't looking at her at that point but she got scared of it because it was out of yeah. place and obviously yeah, the I, light there yeah. was nothing that could have made that shadow on the wall because there was nothing that was that shape that yeah, it happens in my consistency well. or even just because the light was pointed at the wall you can't get a shadow <laughs> where there's light and this thing just started looking at her the more she got scared so she woke me up obviously and i could see nothing but it felt off in the room yeah sometimes it's just a feeling of something yeah like something's look. looking at you yeah, I get that. Yeah. I used to get that. And I, I basically was trying to calm her down. Like, you know, there's nothing there. Just breathe. Just leave it alone. Don't do anything. All this lot. And uh, it kept looking at her and all this lot. And the more she got scared of it, the more I could feel something there. But okay. I, I, there's no, I couldn't see anything, really. But then it ended up going because she stopped being afraid of it and all that lot. Uh, went down to my mum's room and she sat there. And uh, then it just went. But... I've been afraid of stuff as well that wasn't actually there, but then something started to be there because yeah. it's almost like it. It's like a magnet because, like you know, when you've got a positive charge, it attracts a negative charge, yeah. that kind of thing. And so, like if you start to have this growing belief about something, then something will start to resonate with that and come to it. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, but... so. I, d- I do believe that ghosts exist and worse things than ghosts as well because I think ghosts are just people. I believe um, that's weird. Like I believe yeah. in paranormal activity. Like whatever, something, something definitely exists. But whether it's ghosts or not, like, do we really know? Because we just call it a ghost. Like it's like aliens, and anything from another planet we just call an alien. But then, yeah, like we we just call ghosts like an open term. But it could be a demon. It could be a ghost. It could be something different. But then it's yeah. one of those terms we're using interchangeably. So like someone could say, "Oh, I've seen a ghost. It's a demon," or "I've seen." It's like yeah. different terms and stuff. It's not because it's like a grey area. People don't really know what actually is yeah. a ghost per se. So you've been saying quite a bit that it's those type of events that you don't know whether it is a ghost or if it's something else or anything like that. Was there something that actually came to mind when you were saying that? Because you said that I think like well, three times. Um, a lot of the time, I wake up in the night and I just like. And I just feel negative energy and look to a corner of my room. I kind of feel like something's there. It seems really dark in that corner of the room. Obviously, the light's turned off, but there's something about that corner of the room. It just yeah. seems really off. But like, it feels like something's watching me sometimes, but I just ignore it and don't really see much into it. But then I, I did some research because another time when I was uh, sleeping, I woke up, I heard like gunshots firing really loud. It sounded like a gun was which had been fired like quite close to my head. But yeah. then I asked everyone else in the house, they heard nothing. And I was like, oh, okay, then I don't know why I heard it. So I did some research, and my where I live is like right next to the leisure centre. And apparently, during I think it was the first, second world war, I don't exactly know, um, that's where some of the planes would take off. 
So I did some other research and some people suggest that like some soldiers might have died around the area. So where my house was, where the house I lived in was built, some soldiers might have died like literally in the same spots where my bedroom was, which could have potentially have caused it. Wow. But I don't know, that's just speculation, but I don't really worry about it too much because I don't really think that it can do much to me as long as I'm Yeah. Yeah. Like thinking positively and stuff. Yeah. Fair enough. It's almost almost like protected in a way. That's quite good. Um, so I think like if 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 like do, are you would you say you're a believer? So um would you say you're religious or agnostic? I'm not religious but I do believe in God and afterlife and that one. Yeah, okay. And yeah. not in any religion. It's fine, like once you reach a point where like you kind of feel like it's 100 percent there's an afterlife you kind of stop worrying mm. about things that are happening to you and you think well, like nothing can really do anything because obviously yeah. you see god as a like king of kings most powerful thing mm. that could like protect you so you don't worry about anything less than that and then you find with i don't know i'm, I'm speaking from experience but maybe some agnostic people would probably like be very worried about it for example because they might be not sure but yeah I, I don't know i don't know where i'm going with what i'm saying but yeah <laughs> yeah and then uh, it's almost like atheists and atheists are probably less likely to believe in ghosts and that kind of thing. Agnostics are probably more likely to be unsure about stuff. Uh, is that kind of the yeah kind of it? yeah? So what what do you think is staring at you? Do you think it's ghosts or do you think it's I don't even know. Like, I don't think it's a ghost. Or? I won't, I wouldn't call it a ghost, but I think it could be something like from like I wouldn't say demon. I'm trying to think of a correct term. Like just something that's very Ooh. anti-God. Yeah. Uh, I think there's it's, like a lot, like gremlins, that kind of thing. I don't think goblin. it's. I mean, it's around three o'clock in the morning. That's like the time when we've got like the Devil's yeah. Hour, where like loads of worse stuff happens, especially yeah. between three and half three. I mean, lots of these like TV shows and films are based like lots of things that happens is around three o'clock in the morning. That's like the time when yeah. things just seem to happen. <laughs> Shall not look at Goblin then. Shall I eat their fruits? Who knows upon what ground they fed their hungry thirsty roots? Sorry, that just came to mind. Um, <laughs> Quote from. Yeah, that was a uh, poem. Poem. I can't remember who by, but it's just really weird talk, talking about goblin men. Um, but would you like to hear another story that I have? One of, yeah. not personal, but it's of Lincoln. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that out loud, but it's yeah, a, from where we are. Okay. And uh, there used to be an old mental asylum. I think it's called St. John's or something like that down... Is it uh, close to the hospital? Bridge, no, Bridge Heath, oh, okay. That kind of area. Yeah, okay. I mean, there used to be a mental asylum just up the road there. And yeah. That, there's part, one room, which is the toilet, which is just creepy, like some weird stuff has happened in there. I just don't go in. <laughs> <laughs> And um, the rest of the building's fine. But this mental asylum, it got... Basically, there was a period of time when all mental hospitals around the UK were kind of... Most of them were shut down. Yeah. And all the people inside, there's not really a record of what happened to them. Now, I, c I can tell you, for, so for some of those mental asylums, they actually killed them off. I can tell you no, with was that a, complete like, certainty. What area was this when... Like the place um, got shut down. It might have been early 1900s. Okay, because I, originally I was thinking that obviously some people like nowadays who'd be classed as having autism back then would be classed yeah. as being crazy. There's some people who were just uh, wanted to go in there because they had no money and it's a lot 
better than living on the streets, even though it was awful in there. Wouldn't jail be better than a mental asylum? I'd rather be in jail than a mental asylum because people are screaming in like an environment where it's just yeah. But people ended up going insane in those. But anyway, they uh, shut they shut this one down, and the people inside it. They weren't. Most of them weren't fit to go into communities, and they didn't have family, and there was no other place to keep them, and there's no record of where they went. So that's why I'm pretty sure they killed some of them. Mass murder. Yeah. Experiments. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not even. It's. I can probably say with certainty that there were places where they actually did kill some of the uh, inhabitants of them, because they couldn't release them in society. There's nobody that they could go to, and there's no other place that they can go to, and the records of where they went are non-existent. So you can see that they're covering something up already. Area 51. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, there were some people who were just sent back to their families because they weren't really crazy. But guess what they decided to do with this mental asylum? Turn it into a school? Nope. Turn it into a hospital? No. Nursing, like old people home? <laughs> it was just converted into apartments. Oh, okay. Now... Some people have been to my mum to ask if she can help them out with this. My mum insta reply is no. Mainly because she went there when she was younger and worked at a nursing home because some, one of her uh, nursing people went crazy. Uh, literally get the strength of 10 men started throwing people across the room with one hand, like a Ugh. very old man. And uh, they had to take him to the hospital themselves because the police couldn't do it for them. And uh, they made her go in. Not a nice place. Gosh. And... Uh, so, interesting place. They turned it into uh, apartment buildings. Now, everybody who lives there is terrified. See, that's capitalism for you. Like, oh, you own your rights to a building. What do you do with it? Apartments. Apartments. £100 yeah. a week. They, they, <laughs> um, they, they've started building more of it, but the construction keeps getting delayed by some weird occurrences. They can't explain it, but, you know... Basically, the people there at night they hear banging on their doors, they hear screaming, they Gosh. hear people in agony. They just see people walking around, slamming doors and all this lot things that just don't work anymore, that kind of thing. And somebody came to my mum's house and told them, "It's like, hang on, that's the oh, mental asylum, isn't it?" They were like, "Yeah," and it's like, "Well, why the hell did you move there?" Because <laughs> let's be honest, if you see somewhere Was that used to be a mental <laughs> asylum, no. Okay. See somewhere that used to be a mental asylum. You don't live there. <laughs> but I, I was just thinking the only reason why someone would live there would be because like I don't know, it's a lot cheaper each week for rent. No, not really. Like, it's quite expensive now. Like, it's the same price as uh, any other apartment, which is just ridiculous. I'm actually looking for an apartment for when I move out next year for the placement year. So I'm actually okay. just hoping that I get a good um, a rate of amount of money. Yeah, oh, that's quite good. Um, but yeah, those. Those type of creepy occurrences have happened quite a bit in, uh, in where we are. Yeah. And um, so there's that mental sign. There's another place. Do you know the Arts College? I don't really know uh, where it's anywhere. It's like <laughs> at the back end of the cathedral. I think so. I've been to the cathedral, yeah. Because yeah. there's like one side of the cathedral that's extremely windy. Like, oh, yeah, I think. I've walked, I've walked there on a day with no wind. I turned around the corner and just got hit by this gust of wind. And then when I got to the other side, there was no wind again. And I was really confused. The Holy Spirit. that doesn't happen. <laughs> Manifest no, next to the cathedral. <laughs> but there's some steps near there. Steps going up from the art college and UGC up to the cathedral. 
My mum used to walk there pretty much every day. A lot of stuff has happened to my mum. <laughs> I, I should have her on this podcast as well. But, um, I was like a co co-host, like, previous. Her, her legs used to be pulled out underneath like her. As she, every time she walked up the stairs. And she wasn't the only person that happened to. Everybody that generally walked up those stairs had their legs pulled underneath them. And there was a guy there who was just a dead guy. He was just a prick. But don't even know I'm smart. You just like to pull people's legs from into each other. It's like, what? Right, if you were dead, <laughs> what would your first thought be? Surely it wouldn't just be, I'm going to pull my, I'm gonna pull people's legs from underneath. I mean, it's like, been there for hundreds and hundreds of years. And like, well, I've done everything possible. I've, not, I've never tried this before. Let's, like, let's, let's, let's people let's sit on the ground. <laughs> Uh, or maybe that's how that person died. I was like, I want to make every other person who visits yeah. this place die exactly the way I died. If you died, like, after we finished the recording of this podcast, <laughs> like, you slept down the road, got Probably hit by a high chance. Dying, you just died instantly. Um, if you do, this is going to sound like I killed you, but <laughs> I didn't Imagine kill him. Imagine, should I use the podcast? <laughs> yeah. What would you do? Like, it, if you turned into a ghost and you were walking the earth, what would you do? I mean, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it sounds bad, but probably just look up how my friends are doing oh. doing. go and haunt all your friends just be like <gasps> would you try and make anybody turn mad no <laughs> no probably kind of an, an I mean, good thought yeah I, I wouldn't do that either that's it it's not <laughs> uh yeah um I mean it depends who it is if it's something like you really hate or defied yeah. you multiple times I mean yeah. you could like obviously do something so obviously like my father mm. probably the thing is I don't actually really hate anyone which I think is really weird. Like nobody out there that I just really hate, because I'll either. I mean, I've I've I do dislike some people, but I mean, it's not like I think about it. I, mean, like, there's, I think there's a massive difference between dislike, I mean, hate. In my opinion, it's, it's like yeah. what you say. So if someone could do something that you hate. You well, that's a strong one. So that, that annoys you. Yeah, yeah it annoys you. I mean, you're like, well, I, I don't like that person, so I'm not going to associate with them or hang around with them. Yeah. But then like, hate like something. Severe has to be involved for you to hate that person. Like, what yeah. happens to be massive. So, when you think of, uh, just going back to the topic of ghosts, okay. when you think of ghost experiences that have happened to you or anything like that, what's what's the main thing that comes to mind other than the gunshot one? Maybe something like it's just really scary. That there's actually one thing that I, I forgot oh. about just until a second ago. Um, this is when I was living with my dad. Obviously, I don't live with him anymore. I've not seen him in like ten years. But uh, I went around his mum's house and we stayed in the room on the third floor. It was very eerie in there, creepy. So we were like, um, I think my dad was on the bed and then we was like had a sleep bag on the floor, like me and some of my siblings. We slept. I woke up, I was, I was lying, I was asleep and I thought I heard someone get out of the wardrobe, like a person like yeah. came out of the wardrobe and walked past me. That's what I actually heard. And b- before this happened, before like aliens were asleep, the wardrobe was rocking, and we just thought that because obviously our dad liked to make us scared a lot. Like he's like, we thought he was just rocking the wardrobe, but it, he wasn't. And then it was yeah. like, I swear, like I heard this, the wardrobe open, this figure walked past me, a footstep next to me, and went out the room. And then once it, when it went out the room, I looked around me, everyone that was still in the room, so like the dad, the siblings, so like no one had left the room that was meant to be in the room. So yeah. I don't know, it was very. One of the weirdest, but then, like, obviously, I don't want to talk about too much about it because I'm not sure what I'm allowed to say. But then, like, I mean, you can say anything, really, that, in terms I mean, of like, um, if it's too personal, yeah, that's what it'd be. Um, yeah, but like, she was a very weird person. We believe she practiced witchcraft and stuff, okay. and she like put spells on people. She was like yeah. a very horrible person. I'm not gonna like 
talked too much about it and names and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, not a very like I've told you some of the stuff she's done, but like a very like bad person. Hmm. I know someone like that, and uh, quite into spiders a lot. Thanks. <laughs> um, which brings up a story actually. I was sleeping, having a nightmare, but it felt real. Almost like this spider was crawling around my room. Just huge, terrifying thing. Like long legs. <laughs> no bigger. Like proper. Uh, do you know Lord of the Rings? I've, like I've seen snippets of it. Proper big black, furry, shadowy spider thing. <laughs> and it was crawling around my room. And I woke up because that scared me, obviously. And so when you're scared in a dream, you tend to try and wake yourself up. I woke up and I saw this hand made of spider webs almost entwined with each other with just long claws. Oh coming straight at me now my instant reaction was to throw my uh, bed sheet off off the bed <laughs> with one hand and just cover it off so that it wouldn't actually claw yeah. me because it was going for me and I could see it and I knew I was awake and I was like what the hell what I shouldn't be seeing this I'm awake <laughs> could it have been like a sort of night terror I don't know my dad used to get them where like um you have like a nightmare but you, you kind of half wake up but you're not fully awake so what's happening in your dream you kind of feel like it's happening in real life and your body paralyzed you can't physically even get out of it the thing is I was fully awake and I could see this thing coming for me oh, I damn. did it and I turned on the lights and looked under the sheets there was nothing there and I was just really really creeped out because I mean it was that was creepy enough in itself because I was awake when that happened the creepiest part was came in the morning because guess who else had dreams about that same spider your sister or your mum my sister and oh, my mum oh okay <laughs> both had the same dreams same thing happen and I was just like well unless we all had some sort of shared hallucination <laughs> <laughs> this was just weird <laughs> because that's not the only time we've had shared dreams that were nightmares yeah, you find yeah. some people are, like interlinked like that. Yeah. I find like me and my mum like we're quite interlinked with our thought processes and we kind of think things mm. at the same time and sometimes have similar dreams. Like, yeah. I'm guessing that like, you're quite interlinked with most of your family. Yeah. yeah. Well, just the ones that are in yeah. the house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> had some fun experiences at other people's houses. So let's say like hypothetically. Because yeah. I don't think that this would actually happen. But I mean let's <laughs> let's just say this for a hypothetical. If you die... Oh, that's going to happen now. If we both died today, after this podcast... I mean, this podcast may blow up if we both died. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, if we both died, who'd upload it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who'd upload it? Uh, but if we both died, and we went up to whatever afterlife there is, and we saw God there, and he basically said, okay, so if you walk through this barrier, and there's like this weird glowing barrier thing, if you walk through this barrier and you haven't done anything wrong, then you will go through to the other side and go to heaven. But if you walk through it and you ha- feel it hell. and you've done something wrong, no, you've just... Oh. Everything, you're just completely erased from existence. Are you going to ask me... Uh, uh, or... In the most painful Go back and have another life on Earth, is that what you was going to... No. Uh, I was going to say, would you walk through that barrier? I mean, as of now, no, because I know that I'm not, like, I'm, I try to be a good person, but I know lots of stuff I do and have done. Mm. It's not good. And, like, I, I'd want to, like, by the time I, I'm older, I'd want to obviously change and yeah, repent and stuff. 
Okay, so you wouldn't uh, walk through the barrier because you feel like you've done something wrong. But so, I don't feel like I know I've done yeah. something wrong. So what if I was to then to say, because, I mean, obviously God in the Bible is God of ultimate forgiveness. He would forgive anything that you've done, no matter what it is. I think it's like, that only works if it's on earth, though. If, like, you've already died, then mm. like, it's past the stage. Yeah, but that barrier only would uh, condemn you if you felt guilt of yourself. So... If you walked through and you felt guilty of yourself, even if if you didn't feel in, if you didn't feel like you've done something wrong and that you were fine with everything that you've done, like you've understood it. So, like say, if you've killed somebody but you understood it and you've apologized for it in a way, even in the afterlife, or not even apologized it at all, and just you know that you what you did is what you did, you can't change it. Oh yeah. Then maybe they'd be able to walk through the barrier. But then somebody who like say stole a pencil. May feel so much guilt for that. So it's like, you, that's actually themselves. a good example, actually. Yeah. I don't really see it as a bad thing, but obviously, in the eyes of God, obviously, it's against all the commandments. So that's why I kind of think, well, I don't feel like I've done this. Well, I don't feel like it's that bad, but in the eyes of God, it would technically yeah. be bad. So, But would it be bad in the eyes of God? Because technically, nothing would be good or bad in the eyes of God because He would forgive everything. And so then the only person that really needs to forgive you is yourself. Because God will forgive you no matter what you've done, even if you haven't forgiven yourself. I think yourself. it's as long as you're so truly the, sorry. The only person who really needs to forgive themselves is you. Yeah. I think, no, I think it's as long as you're truly sorry, because I think, obviously, everyone's got free will. And the whole point yeah. of free will is to see how people behave and whether they can acknowledge their actions and live a life where, um, by a set of morals, that kind of complies with what God wants us to be like, ideally. However, obviously, not everyone's going to be yeah. put in circumstances where they'll be able to get to those morals. So obviously um, everyone ideally would want to go to heaven and the free will that everyone has, it means that people are born in certain situations where it's harder for them to kind of get to a stage where they have morals and can live a, a life to be able to go to heaven. So let's say you're born into an abusive family, you're more likely to potentially get carry on, carry a cycle on so you're yeah. like abusive to your children and just something that you can't really Okay. Seems like I I, I, I kind of forget where I'm going with the point, but yeah, I forgot what. <laughs> yeah, just oh, the kind of thing like our free will is just to choose what we want to do, and then yeah, because obviously like God could have made us robots, but then there'd be yeah. no point in that because he knows what everyone was already going to do. But then the whole point of free will is he giving a choice, is what well, perceived free will anyway, because obviously some people say mm. well everything's determined from a genetic standpoint and stuff. But then yeah. Um, could argue that he's given us free will so if we somehow fight through that free will and still be a good person that shows that we're like worthy enough to go to the next yeah. stage okay and obviously like there's obviously like a fine line as well so what where's the line where someone goes to heaven or hell or purgatory or yeah. heaven or hell purgatory or hell because obviously there has to be a line somewhere it can't just be mm. exactly it's like defining the line but obviously we can't define the line because we're not in control of that variable so yeah it would be really interesting to find out, and I guess that the only way we will end up finding out is uh, when we die. So, and I don't think that we'd be able to come back and do a podcast after about this. <laughs> Tell you what, if we're able to do a podcast when we die, let's do it. I mean, if, you, if we both die, we could technically do a podcast together if we went to the same place after we die, but not yeah. probably let people listen to it on Earth or go to YouTube. If if I go to hell, I'm just going to annoy the devil to let me back out. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's quite an interesting thing to leave it on. Unless you would like to do like another ghost story that maybe happened, or I'm trying to think. And then uh, 
we can I mean that's a good topic to live on to be fair but I there is one other ghost story that I do have okay. and I've just forgotten it <laughs> so apparently I don't have another ghost story oh yes I do I remember what it is and okay. it's not really a ghost story it's just this weird uh, folklore thing so every time I'm walking the dog out in the common because we have like this giant open field at the back of our house uh, back of my house Brandon doesn't live with me (laughs) sorry to break the dreams of many not yet (laughs) (laughs) oh okay actually I've kind of thought about it came across (laughs) yeah um, yeah. (laughs) he's trying to win my heart (laughs) Uh, careful what I'm saying (laughs) so uh, back of the house I walk I walk quite a bit especially when it gets darker and that kind of thing and I'd even in the in even in the daytime as well I'd see this man walking across the common in this like brown robe kind of thing uh, almost looks like a homeless man in a way like scraggy beard grey hair he looks really cool to be honest that's what <laughs> I saw when I saw night out the other day was dressing exactly what you were just describing yeah oh <laughs> um, but he's in this, he's he looks quite old to be honest, but quite young. So like yeah. his physicality is old, but he his physicality is young, but he looks he feels yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. So I see him every now and again. The dog looks at him quite often. Um, our cat. I had this weird thing with my cat, like I could look in her eyes and I could. But you've see got a what cat. She, I used to have a cat. Oh, I was going to say like I never. Knew. Uh, used to have a cat, but. I, I I can like I could have a conversation with animals in a way. Yeah. So uh, like emotional connection. With yeah, because like there's a horse out in the common which I could go up to, and I know what it's feeling at that point in time. And that it's really weird because I started talking to one and I was like, this horse feels really lonely, and then it started crying and all this. Stuff. I, was like, I oh, find okay. animals seem to be yeah. drawn to me. I don't know why. Like I find animals seem to. Yeah. Like my presence will come to all And the like in um. Me. My cat had to be put down. Oh, damn. And uh, this was not too long ago. How old was the cat? Uh, old. Like, over like... 15, maybe? 15. Yeah, yeah. I think the life expectancy is between like 14 to 20 for a domestic yeah. cat. Which is kind of like... Um, I think my cat's like five, gosh. Yeah, <laughs> but we... On like the last few weeks of her being alive, I feel like she should have ended up dying a bit earlier, but she stuck around because my sister didn't really want to let her go yet. And... Um, Basically, I saw her sat at the back door, looking out. She was because she was sat outside in the sun, and I looked in her eyes. She meowed at me, and I was like, "Oh, you want me to go get Ruth?" And I was like, "Okay." And I started walking through it, and I just forgot about it. As soon as I stepped into the kitchen, I completely <laughs> forgot about it. Like the body all the time. And then that day the cat started having the same thing that she had been doing. So she'd ba- basically go really floppy and panicky and all this lot and all that lot. We had to take her back to the vets and she had to be put down that day. And I could see that she was just testing the water to see if Ruth still needed her anymore. And so, because I forgot to tell her, that obviously meant the cat was ready to go now. Okay. And uh, so that was honestly an awful thing happening because like, in yeah. the best, like I was the one holding the oh, cat, damn. <laughs> and when I could feel her just go dead in my hands, yeah. and like it just happened almost instantly where she just left. Same thing even happened bef- to... even before the injection went in. She was going, and I, I could feel it all. It was that just happened. Yeah. Similar thing happened to me when I was ten. We had a cat, and it 
um, a female cat. I went out, got pregnant, and had six kittens. Oh, and then wow. one of the six, one of the kittens had like an injury. I think when it was born, I think one of its legs was broken. Yeah. But then we took we took it to be seen or something. But, uh, but basically, because it was a kitten, the the cat was rejecting it because obviously animals seem to reject weaker animals or yeah. something, and all the kittens rejected it. So the other ones were getting all the nutrients and food, but that kitten wasn't. And whenever we tried to put it back with the other ones, the, literally the cat would pick it up with its mouth and put it behind the sofa. Yeah, literally behind the sofa. This is wow. like not the cat I've got now, like yeah. a skin cat, but I was, had a scarred eye because I used to live where our neighbours were, but the dog bit its eye or something, so it was yeah. quite an abusive family. But going on to it, um, we took the. Uh, into the vet and it, it, didn't, it didn't pull through and it died yeah. and it was only oh, like that's... 10 weeks old yeah that's not nice to be honest but i guess yeah i mean in the end we had to get rid of the um all the kittens because they brought fleas to the house yeah. and we, we put oh, salt wow. around the house because that got rid of them but then um the kittens kept bringing them so yeah. in the end we had to find them homes and then yeah that's happened yeah. but like she'd come back and i'd i'd look at her and i'd get in my head like oh i was out with the guy on the common and that happened quite a few times where i'd just look at her and i'd just get the thought in my head of she being out on the common with this guy and then i'd see him around in the common just this guy walking around and then it, i was asleep i was asleep once really dark outside really dark inside and i looked through the window and i could see this guy's face <laughs> this is one of the times i had one of the nightmares about somebody trying to kill us all and uh shared nightmare my I had by people in our house and uh I saw this guy looking through the window didn't scare me I just saw him and it almost felt like comforting in a way almost like I was a bit safe and this guy looked through the window and then left and I could see him clear as day almost like I'm looking at you now <laughs> and he left and it's not the only time I've ever seen him and it's just really creepy because he just looks like a normal person but nobody else can see he's there so like, is he a real person? He's not a real oh, person. Okay. I can tell you I was that. Say, he could have just been like a pervert looking through the window. No, like. no, he's, he's, he doesn't exist in well, exist in this plane of existence. I don't know if there's anything else out there, but I've seen him walking around. Unless I'm crazy, which I might be. Come to at, at the end of this episode, you'll probably think I am crazy. <laughs> <my head. laughs> and that's perfectly fine. You can let me. I mean, know if you do I'm podcasts crazy. on your own, then you reach yeah. a point where you sanity. Like, I, I am going to do a podcast with just me talking. You put, you put mirror up here so like you can see yeah. yourself <laughs> yeah, posting the podcast. I've seen that guy all the time. And it's really weird. But that's my... Uh, I call him the Wizard of the Common. And that's my folklore of where I live. So oh. uh, I've created as well. <laughs> not, maybe not created, but you know. I call him the Wizard. Because he seems like a wizard. And I feel like wizards probably do exist. Or existed. I know that there's a... Uh, because... Yeah. Uh, Maybe not magic wizards, but say... I, 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 yeah, I mean, I know witches yeah. exist, but then wizards is kind of mm. similar to yeah. witches, would you say? So. The thing is, what I find really interesting about witches and stuff like that, you see this go out through that whole of history. So, like, ancient Egypt, names have power. And, like, if you can name the true object of something, then you have power over that thing. So, like, back in ancient Egypt, all the gods, uh, Isis knew the name of... Uh, Ra, like the true name of him and therefore had power of him but she just decided to not use it she just wanted to know stuff she was curious and uh, <laughs> sounds like her death note if you know someone's name you yeah. can just kill them <laughs> yeah. and, um, and so you could probably say that magic was probably just naming stuff and then that would tie into quantum physics and that kind of stuff which would be really interesting but 
that is the last story that I have today. So, do you have any more? Or shall we just end it on that note? Stories relating to ghosts or just stories relating to kind of around the topic in general? Ghosts or spiritual stuff, that kind of thing. So like, do you, would you say you believe in black magic? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I believe in... Maybe not magic, but it's... It would like be, something. It's called magic, but I feel like it would have some sort of scientific explanation. Because magic is just science. So... I mean, like, fire. Fire seems like magic, but then we can explain it through thermodynamics and that kind of stuff. I think some so, people just defy physics. It's some sort of spiritual thing. I think a lot of physics might be wrong, to be honest. Yeah, it's <laughs> either that physics is wrong, or yeah. some, which it probably yeah. is, or something else is... It's like the Methuselah star. It's calculated to be older than the universe itself, but that's impossible. So universe, they've either calculated yeah. the universe age wrong, or the star's age wrong. No, because in the universe, the star would be a byproduct of the universe. Yep. Yeah being created after the Big Bang. Yeah. So you can see that there's some discrepancies. But I do believe in there's some quite a few spiritual stuff. I've seen some weird stuff, terrifying stuff. And uh yeah, so I think the only reason I believe in it is because I've experienced some quite a bit of it. Would you say like you're you're scared of it or worried about it. So let's mm. say you had a dream or a vision or something, would you be would you be thinking about it or just like yeah okay that's it. I think it depends on what it is. So let's say you you in your if room at like night, and you, you, like something just falls off your table, but like it wouldn't have been able to possibly fall off. That was, your window wasn't open, or it wasn't like hanging off, or anything mm. could have caused it. Something just falls off. The table. Probably be a bit worried, but not think about it too much. Because well, I mean, <laughs> ghosts I don't mind at all. Ghosts I'm fine with. I've I've no issue with seeing a ghost or do having any experience towards that. Mainly because I've seen things that are worse than ghosts, and so <laughs> like physically seen them. And so, I think after you've experienced something worse than that, yeah, goes would you argue that this generation is more desensitized to certain things purely because of like video games and no stuff? I wouldn't say that because like nowadays, you, you see people like our age aren't really scared of anything. But you look at our grandparents, for example, mm. and just seeing like a film, I've seen the film that is very poor quality. Like let's say Psycho would scare yeah. them, like, but in our generation, yeah. like, that's nothing. But I think that's the difference in graphics, to be honest. Because then, if we get a good graphic horror movie now, but like, even now, lots of young people movie back then, it would still be quite scary. Like, lots of young people don't really seem like yeah. space at all. Like even like the movies, yeah. like personally, I don't find horror movies like scary at all. Yeah, but I'm not sure if I. I, if I would find them scary if I was in a different generation. Yeah. Or just because of how my mind's seen things. And but then you've also got to ask yourself: the question is, are they using something else to mask up the fact that they're scared? So, like, a lot... You'll notice that a lot of more students nowadays are getting cockier and cockier. And <laughs> remember back in school, Speak all the year experience. students that come in were <laughs> just getting more arrogant. And, like, I, I had... Thought, a, when you said students, I thought you meant uni students at first. Oh, no, no. Even uni students. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I had a uh, year seven come up to me when I was in year 12. Half my size and just went, Oi, you, do you want to have a fight? I'll beat you up and all this stuff. <laughs> I was just like, you're half my size, man. I could just put my arm out and stop you from doing anything. You're tiny. <laughs> I don't want to fight you. <laughs> um, but it's just like they're getting more arrogant. And that so maybe sense. their arrogance is hiding the fact of how scared they are, their insecurities. Try getting a bus in the morning full of your sevens every yeah. like, um, today and Thursdays. Yeah, but I feel like they're using something to cover up their insecurities more so they're less likely to show outward fear. But, mm. you know, never know. Maybe. So, yeah, I have to notice that Lincoln. Yeah. Well, I, I can't speak for everywhere, but obviously, like UK Lincoln. Like, yeah. 
cockier and getting smaller in height as well. <laughs> yeah. But then you also get people who are just really tall. It's like they're either really tall or really small. And uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the tall. <laughs> I'm just average. I think like I've always been like kind of the taller one, one of the tall ones in the year. But I'm just yeah. kind of, I've kind of grown steadily. Whilst Reeves Holder, for example, he was like quite small, and now he's six, six foot one. Like yeah. he just shot up in height, like it's in like over like a year. Yeah. And then some people have stayed the same height since year eight. Like I've got a friend who went to night out with the other day on a Saturday. I've not seen him in like two years or so. He, I think when we was in year nine, he was like the second tallest out of like me, him, Michael, and Reeves. But now he's the smallest by far. Like oh, he's wow. stayed the exact same height. I think he's like five foot. Yeah. Five foot three. Bless him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's a good place to end up yeah. on then. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you had a great Halloween, and uh, I will see you in the next episode. Uh, yeah. Goodbye. Peace.